This is a HeadGum Podcast. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hi, sluts. It's me, Mono. I want to let you guys know about our live show happening this Thursday in San Francisco. That's January 23rd at 10 p.m., at the Oasis in San Francisco. I'll be co-hosting with the one and only Betsy Sodaro and inviting special guest Joshua Grinnell, a.k.a. Peaches Christ. Please come. Please gag. Please kiki with us. It's absolutely free. You can reserve tickets at nightout.com or sfoasis.com or just show up at the damn dough. It's not that serious. See you guys then. Stella to throw some shade. Kiki with the gaze. It's time to drag her. Time to drag her. Drag her. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's right. Trademarked. Whoop, 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 whoop. Hello and welcome to Drag Her. Yes, I'm back mono oh, we love you wow I'm we love you so excited to be back so many people were so excited you won your episode I, of who wants to be a fake drag race winner i was really proud of myself that i you won should. um i truly had a real breakdown and like on the way home i was like <laughs> nicole how, why did you take that so seriously? I forgot. And I'll never know. I, people reminded me that you threatened to throw a throw dog through my a window. Dog, who was sitting next to me, not being a the dog, best little dog. Your dog. He was being. He was on his best behavior, and I said <laughs> I was going to walk into traffic and throw him through a windshield. <laughs> but guys, he's safe. Don't worry about the. He's safe. <laughs> the Animal Protective Services, back up. They Yes, back the fuck up. My dog is fine. Back the fuck up. This is not your time, my so, dear. So you were like, Nicole, let's watch AJ and the Queen. Yes, and, and I sent you too many it. texts. No, you didn't. You sent me just enough. Okay. I was very thankful and grateful that you sent me a text this morning. Oh, my God. Because uh, <laughs> I would like, I had woken up, and I was like, mm-hmm. And you know how you wake up and you're almost about to like go back to sleep? Right. You text me and I was like, I have to, I have to be awake. I That's have so to do nice. This. I have to Because I don't want to be a pain in the ass, but I was you're like, You're not. We're friends. Look, but Nicole, you also know me. I know you. I was like, oh, like I it it wouldn't help <laughs> to give a nudge. No. No. Yeah. At all. Especially because we had to do this a little early. Yeah. Because you're good. so fucking booked. <laughs> Boy. And, but it's, it's a credit. booked and blocked. Booked and <laughs> But first, let me take a selfie. Oh, let me take a selfie. I have to play this really dumb song for you. Wait, back it up. I was like, let's do AJ and the Queen. Let's do it for yes, one episode. Yes. I started watching and I was like, this is too crazy. To two episodes. We could have done 10, but that's too much. But like, we're, we'll lot. do two. It's a um, lot. And since I was busy, I, <laughs> yes. this is fun. Mano has seen all of, all of the episodes. Uh-huh. I have seen this is fun. the pilot and the last episode. And I don't know if you missed much. And it's funny. I have two Oreo cookies. 
And you have the one with the cream. Uh huh. I'm the cream, the cream. that's gonna squirt all over your titties. Oh uh, uh, yes, please squirt on my titties. <laughs> I've never had someone squirt on my titties. Can you? Can you even? I'm actually shocked by that. I know. Would you want it? I don't think so. Here's the thing about like coming on somebody. You have to clean it up. Yeah. And then that's like not sexy for someone to get like a rag that like might be dirty because no offense, boys are disgusting. Boys are disgusting. I'm I'm one to, and like, I am I'm nasty. Slop up your cum that you came all over me with a rag that I don't know was washed with like detergent yeah. or fabric softener. I'm a fabric softener girl. Hey, <laughs> me too. I use the uh, Downy Unstoppable. Me too. I just love the, ooh, I smell <laughs> fresher. I love it. And gay sex. I mean, there's two loads, mm. which is a nightmare. Mm. That's why I usually mm. try to swallow just be, so there's less cleanup. Oh, I is, don't swallow. I do a fun thing where I have them come in my mouth and then I go, where do you got it? And then he's like, oh, what? Or like, I, like, I'm like very, I try to like wiggle to the bathroom if the uh-huh. bathroom is like in his room. Like in a sexy way. Uh-huh. I'm like, come <laughs> I think what I'm trying to say is sleeping with me. Ooh, it's so sexy. What a so so sexy. It's too sexy. It's, uh, to quote sexy. SNL from the nineties. <laughs> so sexy. It's so sexy. Um, that is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Trust me, it's not. It's not always glamorous. No, swallowing is not always glamorous. No, but... it makes my tummy gurg. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a moment where my body goes, "That ain't food. That was not nutrients, my friend. And that ain't pee." That squirt. You see your body's babes? like, I need pee. Yeah. Where's the pee? Mono just revealed he drinks urine. <laughs> I, look, I've had a drop. I've had a drop. Um, um, wow. Okay. So I want to say before we dig in, yes. we're going to poke fun at this. Yes. And that is not to uh, diminish the accomplishments of this TV show because. Because uh, I thought it was entertaining. I did too. I I was like, okay, this uh, is fun. And I saw the whole thing. So I had, it's a real roller coaster mm-hmm. ride. I thought there was moments that I was like, this doesn't work. And there was moments that I was like, this is amazing. There was moments mm-hmm. where I was like, mm, Rue's a little disconnected. And then there was moments where I was like, whoa, Rue is making me cry. Mm-hmm. It was really all, mm-hmm. it was a little uneven. It was well, kind of I like. I mean, I think that's like to be expected. Yeah. Because Rue's a personality. Uh, I don't think she's carried. She's done her movies, like Star Booty and yes. whatnot, but like that was her producing it and I think being fully hands-on. Mm-hmm. And I think she was hands-on on this, but like this is 10 hours. It's 10 hours 10 of content movies. to carry. Yeah. You know, that's a lot. It's a lot. So I honestly, I for like b- that being said, wow. Yeah. You know? Also, man, Rue is stunning. She's stunning. And like, they did a oh. great job making her look amazing. Wow, 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 wow. And when she's in drag, yeah. those outfits. Amazing. 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 Gorgeous. The first opening number. Um, so much fun. It's great. That was such a fun Ruby way to get hot. into that world. That really was. Oh, I really liked it. I, it was great. Uh, I love those red sequin pleaser heels she oh, was wearing. Oh, yes. The I reveal. She had a reveal. It. She had a reveal. And it's fun because we don't get to see Rue perform a lot. No. And, and she performs a lot in the show. Yes. And I think it's fun. I also really loved all the Rue girls on it. That... I, I noticed that was fun. It was really fun. There's Bianca. Mm-hmm. There's Eureka. Eureka was a little big for me. Mm-hmm. I was like, pull back. I 
think you, you, I think everyone should have matched Eureka. That's you do. my overall thought about the show. I yeah. think this could have been a really fun camp, campy, campy show. Yeah. Especially since they shot uh, L.A. for New York. Like, they were on a set for New York. Like, that was not New York City. That and was hard to watch because it, it looked like looked such like a looked like Sesame set. Street. <laughs> it looked like hey, Sesame Street. be nice to Sesame Street. <laughs> Honestly, that, I was just like, oh, that's like Paramount. That's like mm-hmm. that one square in Paramount. Yeah. I was like, I can't believe we didn't shoot it to make it look less well i think it's really hard to shoot like a dollied scene through the streets of new york on a new york set and make that look like new york and i I think think if you're gonna pop in a storefront okay that's fine but like i also think rue was like i want to shoot on sets mm -hmm. because she was like i want to show up and get my scenes done i'm not going to crazy location yes even though they must have gone to some shooting on location is uh a beast. It is a It is a beast. It's a wilder beast. Yeah. Like sound stages are so delightful and wonderful. But I was like, why not just shoot in like Valencia or something? Somewhere yeah. like out in not the sticks of California, but like where it's not like the hubbub of LA and set it there. They definitely had to do it a little bit and mm-hmm. um in, in some of these episodes, which I'll fill you in on. Okay. But yeah, there's they definitely did as much as they could. Um, on sets because there's there's another one that's just that one part of the universal lot. You know mm-hmm. that one like neighborhood that's that like neighborhood that has like sort of a town center. Yes, yes, yes. They use the shit out of that. Ah. Uh, in another episode. Interesting. Let me see if I can any big things I can remember. The ruby red thing is amazing. Now the the man who is the club owner was a strange performer. <laughs> Yes, I at first thought it was a drag king. Yes. Whose name evades me right now. Right. Um they're oh god, what is his name? Um, Shit. He's very big in the New York Tuna Can. No, he's friends with hold on, I'm gonna find it. Blubber Bush. And while no, you find not blub- it Blubber Bush. Um I'll say that. You know, this series really gave me burlesque vibes. It yes, it was very burlesque. And that's a compliment. Because I loved burlesque. I'm I mean, come on, you can't build a club because of sky laws. Thank <laughs> you. <coughs> Thank you. Air rights, baby. Air, air rights, that's what it was. I like sky laws better. I thought it was Murray Hill, and I don't believe it was Murray Hill. Yeah, I would Do you know who know. Murray Hill is? I don't. He's very funny. Yeah. Um, my goodness, I enjoy Murray Hill. And a I lot. did notice that Porktop, by the way, Porktop, if I'm not wrong, is the only queen in the series that is called Porktop, like Correct. called by Where, their drag yes. name. Everyone yes. else they gave like fake drag names. And the line for pork chop was leave pork chop alone. <laughs> and I was like, have people been giving shit to pork chop? I wonder what that was. A friend of mine had pork chop perform at her uh, engagement party. Uh-huh. And I was so sad to not have been invited. Yeah, that's Oh, I remember seeing this on Instagram somewhere yeah. and just be like, "What?" Yeah. You just got pork chop? Pork chop is in LA, Victoria baby. Victoria Parker? Uh, available for bookings. Oh. Uh. So, okay, okay, so they meet, okay, whatever, people, okay, Ruby tells this guy off. Yes. I was like, I, I, but I also was like, why does she hate him so much? Um, Maybe he doesn't treat the girls well? Probably. Probably. Uh, yeah, because he didn't seem like how Cher is in Burlesque. Yeah. I think he's a little 
mean and treats the girls poorly. Oh. I think. Yeah, I, I think know. you're right. Hey, there's no wagon wheel Watusi uh-huh. moments. There's no Stanley Tucci. No Stanley Tucci. And then pretty shortly after, but she is really, I mean, it's like in terms of pilots, it's like pretty big in terms of mm-hmm. like, well, fuck you because I'm about to almost make some yes, money. And there's a lot of that. Very much like, oh, you want the plot, honey? I'll give you the plot. <laughs> I'll give it to you. But I like that. I thought it was fun to watch Ruby sassy. It was. Uh without a wig on. Right? She her wig was off at that point. Yeah, that was cool and I, too. I like that. Uh to see that. To be like, oh, yeah, wow. to see and then she was in uh her like undergarments and stuff. I yeah. like I that to me is so much fun to we see. Never the get to see that. Mechanics, like just yeah. breaking Rue down. Cause I think a lot of people who probably got into drag race late only see Rue as Rue's a man, Rue uh, and drag. Glam is on, yeah, yeah, And it was like, oh, it was so fun to watch it be taken, be deconstructed as she's, like, deconstructing why she's leaving. I was obsessed with this thing on the top of her head. I was like, what's that? I think it snatches your face up. Yeah, that I was obsessed with that. I was like, what is that? Yeah, I think um, it's a tape, tapes you yeah. up to, like, give you, like, an instant facelift. So, like, if you ever notice, sometimes queens will only have their head in a certain way, uh-huh. it's because they're taped up. That is fascinating. Because uh-huh. I've had queens tell me, like, I furrow my brow a lot. Mm. And I've had queens be like, no, 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 You're no. going to get lines on that forehead. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm, my eyebrows are crunchy peanut butter. <laughs> the second I get in drag, it's just cracked like desert. You know, like in like the skin commercials mm-hmm. where they're like, this is what your skin looks like and Nivea before. can help you. Yeah, yeah. Nivea's like, please, Mono, yeah. let me help you. <laughs> My eyebrows just look like thirsty spiders immediately. Whenever I get my brows glued down, I am so just floored by what I look like without eyebrows. It's crazy. Yeah, it's fun. Uh oh, here comes the sneeze. Oh, what an angel from heaven. She's the only other black student at Hogwarts, folks. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. Um, um, okay. So then... There's uh, a diabetic and blind drag queen. Yes. Oh, no, well, actually, I lied. first we go to the restaurant. You're right. They go to the restaurant first. And they meet Rue's lover. Who's clearly nefarious. Yes, and they've only been together for like seven months, and they're going to open a club together. Yeah. Oh, here it comes again. <laughs> I love them. Thank you. If I just like let them go, it hurts my nose. Yes. That's why I, I hold them in a little bit. Everyone's like, why do you do that? And like one, I'm cute. Two, it actually hurts to just sneeze. Yeah, I go, I go. I I hate when it hurts when it's yes. like a little extra. Okay, so they're at a restaurant, yes. and this guy is clearly evil. May <laughs> like, I just say, what a odd choice for Rue to wear an Asian. Uh, I agree. What is that called? Do you know? I don't know what it's called. Um, I do not. But it was like an Asian. It's like, it's like a tunic of influence sorts. Influence tunic at the at Chinese the chi- restaurant. At the Chinese restaurant. I yeah. was like, that, okay. Yeah. We, I was like, is this like just in case you were like, what kind of restaurant is this? Yeah. And the accents from the people who worked there weren't enough. That was big. That was really yes. big. But in New York, if you're going to a Chinese sure. food place, I mean, that's it. Sure. But it was just like, and then Rue gives the lady working there some eyelashes. Mm-hmm. And then she was mad. But I she thought puts- that was cute. <laughs> it's because he forgot her anniversary and she's like screaming at him about it. Got and then Rue got these lashes from Bianca Del Rio, 301s. Uh-huh. And then she puts them on. 301s, done. 
blinking and she's like, I'm beautiful. I, I loved it because I thought it was like, oh, we know more about this character. This character like brings joy to people. Uh-huh. I, I thought it was a fun choice. I thought it was fun. I thought it was... It's funny, this meal is emblematic of how uneven the series can be. Ah. Like, it's so weird that, like, Rue, when it was, like, really emotional, mm-hmm. Rue was there. And, like, when it was, like, kind of a more conversational scene, those were the scenes that were, like, felt harder for Rue. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. I mean, like, I... Well, I think as um as an actor... Talk to me, darling. I think... People genuinely prep more for emotional scenes. Yeah. I think, because uh, I've been uh, working, not like more, but like with different people of like different levels mm-hmm. and people who've been working for like a very long time. And for me in comedy, I was like, oh, you just like hit your mark and say your jokes. But then I've been working with people who like before the scenes start, like get in the moment. And I was like, oh. Maybe I should start doing that. And then it's been helpful. <laughs> I was like, is this just the thing that everyone was doing and I'm stupid? I mean, that's very much our improv and training. It, yes. I just like show up and I'm like, is yes, this enough? Yes, you're like, this is it. I do yeah. it. But like, I think it's helpful. And I think sometimes people don't do that when it's just just like a, just a talking scene. You're yeah. like, oh, I have the lines. I have the blocking. Let's just go. But it's like, well, just take a moment before to just check in. Who, what, where, where are you coming from? Where are you going? Yeah. Um, and Truly, it's been, like, helpful. I don't know if it's making me a better actor. Hopefully. It has to. Hopefully. But maybe that's what was going on. That might be it. But also, who the the hell am I to say? So that guy leaves before the food comes, which that really bothered me. I was like, It was pretty rude. There's time to eat and then go to the babysitting thing with your fake sister. Yes. And um, And I also thought it was weird that... Rue hadn't met his family and it had been very weird seven or eight months very weird and I was like oh my god is do I have to wait that long to meet someone's family I want to meet the family at like four months <laughs> yeah you should when did that- you meet your boyfriend's family oh god I think it was more like I guess it, it was actually seven it was seven or eight months but it was because they live in Tokyo oh his whole family lives in Tokyo yeah oh that I didn't know I thought some of his family was here they are here sometimes, but they live ah, mostly in Tokyo. I see, I see, I see. They visit here, but. Okay. So, I'm right. Me too. Maybe my, wait a second. What? I'm sharing a bank account with my boyfriend. You are? Yeah, and he's helping me open a new club. Mono, I would be suspicious of this. No, he's my baby and darling. And I just want to take this opportunity to tell you off right now, Nicole. Mono! I'm leaving this podcast. What? Mono, no! Yes, I'm opening a bar called Kings in Kings. And I don't need you, Nicole. In Kings County? You're going yeah, to Brooklyn? I'm going to Brooklyn. Did you know Brooklyn is Kings County? I didn't know that. Queens is Queens and Brooklyn is Kings I County? I had no idea. But we don't call it Kings? Yeah. I think we should. Yeah. That would be a great Coming to so wait, America so sequel. So Queen of, Queen of Kings? No, King of Queens. King of Queens. So is he from Brooklyn and moved to Queens? Maybe. Probably not. I think they were just saying he's a man. But what about a really good Coming to America sequel where there's a female princess from Zamunda looking for a king oh, from Kings? Oh, I'm sorry. Nobody wants your gender flop. <laughs> They're just going to do Coming to America too. Please. Which probably going to be the same thing. Gender flop okay, me. Can I ask a question? Of this course. Is fully off subject. Please. Is this a funny idea? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, you know how uh, right after Game of Thrones ended, or maybe it was in Game of I don't know. Sure. But there was like this story that like HBO had bought a pilot where it was like, 
what if uh, the South had won the Civil War? And everyone was like, the fuck? We don't need stories right. like that. Okay. And they canceled it. They were like, so, cut it. What if there was a movie where black people actually won a rebellion? Hell yeah. Do you think that's a good idea? Of course. It sounds like a Jordan Peele project. Okay, and Jordan Peele. And you know Peele. Jordan Peele. I do. Of course. <laughs> Get this shit going. Maybe I will like try to write that, like a treatment about it. I love it. Oh my it. God. Imagine I just transitioned into like serious movies. Yeah. Well, you are going to like win an Oscar one of these days. Mono, stop it. It's going to be like, you. did you see it's crazy? Nicole I can't wait to win this. my Oscar so I could be like, oh my God, you stupid bitches. I'm up here stunting on all of you. <laughs> I'm the best motherfucking actor. I got this gold dude. I'm shoving <laughs> in my pussy. Thank you, Academy. Thank you. Oh my God. Please be the first person <laughs> to show your pussy after winning an Oscar. <laughs> Please make that history for for all women, okay? Yes, I'm like, this is for all my women. This is for my women. So, okay, so whatever. RuPaul comes home and yes. talks to AJ for the first time. Or, yes. I don't know, if it's not really, whatever. AJ's rude and terrible. Uh-huh. And then she comes into her apartment. AJ is so rude and terrible. So rude. To the point where I was like, it, you guys are making it hard to like this kid. You sure are. But maybe that's the point. I think so. But I mean, that hot dog scam. What a treat. That's a good scam. I'm going I'm to drop my dogs. Yeah, you're going to drop your dog. But nobody's going to be like, mister. <laughs> hey, mister, you're not right into me. My dog's on the ground. You're going to be like, full grown woman, go buy your own dog. <laughs> <laughs> they would just send your ass to the clinic. Mm -hmm. ah, okay, so wait. So, okay, then she goes to her apartment. Yes. Her lovely blind diabetic drag queen yes. friend is there in full drag wait before we get into this please we have to take a break um and now <laughs> it's time for an ad about ads i know what the f are you talking about this is the inception of ads because i want to talk to you about a new thing called gumball it's a platform that's looking to make the podcast advertising process a whole lot simpler. What? This is an ad about ad giving? Yeah, it's weird, but listen. Typically, these ads that make it to your ears get there through a very complicated back and forth process of emails, what the network wants you to say, what the advertiser would like you to say. It's not cute. And that's why the HeadGum team came up with Gumball. It's a marketplace for advertisers to buy podcast ads directly from podcasters. And it's majorly streamlining things. I should know. I've been using it for almost a year. I kid you not when I say I get paid on time every time with no headache. Podcasters can list their shows in one marketplace. And it's so easy to get exposure from huge brands that way. Gumball handles all the detail work that needs to happen after the sale, too. All the scripts, coupon codes, and notes that I need are shared through Gumball. So Gumball saves me a ton of time. And did I mention I get paid? On time, darling. So if you're an advertiser or a podcaster, have a look at gumball.fm slash drag her. That's gumball.fm slash drag her. Browse shows, discover new advertising, list your podcast today, and get dollar signs. We're back. We're back. A dinosaur story. Have you ever seen? 
Oh, I remember we're back. But I was I was a hardcore um, Land Before Time stand. I loved Land Before Time. And I, I felt like We're Back was coming for their gig, so I did yes. not support. Well, I will say this. We're Back is the uh, campier version. Mm. Very oh, camp. I'd like Very it. Camp. Speaking of I camp. I think you'd like it. I think I'd like it. Um, but uh, so this, okay. This, this scene feels like it's a play. It does. A yeah. lot of it felt like a multicam. Yeah. Like a, it was a multicam that they were like, eh, we'll just shoot it as a single cam and not adjust a thing. I agree. Because the scenes are so long. Yes. Which is very and multicam. Michael Patrick King is yes. multicam king. Yeah. He, I mean, he did do Sex and the City, which is single cam, but right. Two Broke Girls, I think he was on Multi- the whole time. Yeah. That's multicam. Yeah. Um, but I, I loved that Rue had a blind roommate. I thought that was I interesting. I really liked it. Yeah. I, I do not think blind people, deaf people, um, a lot of, uh, I don't want to say others, but people with, uh, and I, I don't know if it's, I don't know if blind people say they have a disability. I don't know the terminology, and I don't want to offend anybody, but I feel like blind people, deaf people, things like that aren't seen enough in our media. Yeah. Uh, is the actor blind? Yeah, and I, I didn't know. I don't think he is, but please, internet, t- I know you'll tell me yes. if I'm wrong. Yes, the internet loves I, to tell I us. I don't think he was, he just, I don't know. And my thing is, if you are going to put a blind person in your television show, that's representation. Don't fuck up the representation. Go find yeah. a blind person who can do the things that you need because they exist out there. It's the same thing if you're going to put someone in a wheelchair in your show. Go find someone in a wheelchair yeah. and give them that opportunity. Yeah. Maybe they don't have the credits, but guess what? You can get them an acting coach. Yeah. If they haven't had a job, you don't have to pay them big bucks, and you could use that budget to get them a coach to help them through it. <sighs> Preach. And if you have a blind person in your script and you're going to use some of the blind stuff as comedic relief— you better get a fucking blind writer in the room okay. to let you know what because the community— Because there's a lot of goofy blind jokes in this yes, that I don't yes, know that if I the don't community know. will love. I don't know. And I know some people will be like, oh, my God, you're being nitpicky. <laughs> jokes are jokes. Like, uh, sure. quit being a snowflake. And I'm like, it's not a snowflake thing. Mm-hmm. It is I'm never represented. Yeah. And the minute I am, this bitch is walking into walls <laughs> yes. and— and spilling and drinks spilling all drinks. over RuPaul. And uh, I think they say, like, your other senses are heightened. But it seems like this person, as soon as they went blind, was like, I have no senses. They also make that joke in this pilot. where oh, they're they like, do? Where, like, it's like, you said your other senses are heightened. And then the blind gentleman is just like, ah, that's just a pickup line. Oh, yes, yes, yes. So I was like, I don't know if. Yeah, and, like, how AJ escapes right under his nose. I was like. Oh, that was goofity. It was very and uh, that that was some robber room fuckery, and I, I did not come here for that. I did not come here for that. But like, if you're gonna do all of that, and you've like taken care of your bases, you have a blind person in the room, and you have an actual blind person playing it, then like everything else, your able-bodied people have to be just like that. Yeah, it. it do you know what I mean? Yeah, that can't be your buffoon. That yeah. can't be your like your sassy black friend in an all-white sitcom. I agree. You, that can't be your other. Yeah. And I, I, it's tough because it's like, yes, it's a ton of queer people. Yes, it's drag. Yes, it's um, a, an androgynous child mm-hmm. uh, with an androgynous name. Am mm-hmm. I saying that right? I think right? it's j- androgynous. Fuck me. I'm trying <laughs> to sound like I have a fucking clue. You do. You just <laughs> say words funny. No, I don't. 
don't know anyone. <laughs> androgynous. Andro- yes, that yeah. does sound better. Yeah. An androgynous child. child. I don't know. I just, I really, I think everybody got to be. Everybody, right. everybody, everybody got to be goofy. Yeah. You yeah. And, that, and that, that's a lot of the moments that work. And a lot of the moments, the only moments I have a hard time in this series are when they can't decide if they want it to be comedic or serious. Yes. Like the moments where they're like, this is funny. Those mm-hmm. work. The moments where they're like, this is serious. Those work. Uh-huh. There's moments that get trapped in between. Yeah. And but, and I think that's a tone issue. Yeah. Did you see Queen and Slim? Oh, no. But I, I love the idea. A too long. But too long. Uh-huh. They did a really great job of knowing what the tone of the movie was. Yeah. And it was serious and heart-wrenching. And, like, I sobbed at the end. But then there's, like, hard comedic moments. Mm-hmm. Like, really hard-hitting jokes yeah. that, like, hit. And you're like, ah, that was that was funny. Yeah. And it flows within this drama. So I'm like, if this is camp, you can be serious in camp. Yeah. But then, like, you just got to tr- I don't know. It was, the tone for me was a little... Yeah, it's place. hard to nail down. Yeah. It's hard to nail down. And, and then, RuPaul puts money on her windowsill? Yes. That fucked me there up. There was a lot of money just being placed places. That fucked me up. Because the mom then takes money off the table uh, later when she comes to be like, where's AJ? Yeah, why is money all over the place? I don't, because it's convenient to your story that yeah. <laughs> if people are stealing money, they can just be like, oh, it's right there. Yeah, and there was also when when the, when the first time AJ steals a bundle from her open windowsill in New York, which yes. I don't think you would have your window open in New York ever. Uh, yeah, I whether did. it was summer or winter. No, no, we did. You did. Yeah. So every, in winter, no, in summer maybe. No, in winter sometimes because it was steam heat. So oh. sometimes it would get so hot in the apartment because we couldn't like. They'd be like twisted on and off, and Got then you can it. like twist it lower. You can't turn it's like it you off. can't really regulate steam heat. Okay, it's either going to be like so hot or so cold. So like when it would get too hot, we would open our windows. Yeah, and in the summer we would open our windows, and cockroaches sometimes would fly in. Love, yes, God, I love New York. Uh, <laughs> New York, concrete jungle where dreams are made of. If I can. Make it here. I can make it anywhere. Maybe I'll start singing in character, and that's how I'll learn how to sing. Oh, I like that. Yeah. We're real problematic, I'll say. Last night I was really drunk. Oh, I was so drunk that I um, ordered steak and scallops from a food truck, (laughs) which everyone was real worried for Where were you? Where'd you go? I was out in Hollywood Mm, and drinking at some bar called, like, Tranny Tramp. Tramp stamp grannies. Um, Mono, they're going to come for you. Come for me. <laughs> um, tramp stamp grannies. Tramp stamp grannies. I've never been there. Yeah, I think it's owned by Darren Chris because apparently Darren Chris was there and he came up to Betsy. Anyway, long story short, there's a food truck called Benny Hibachi. It's actually pretty oh. delicious, and it's like it's like hibachi style food. This is fine. I think you're fine. I feel okay. That's good. I ate at Chili's last night, and I feel terrible. Oh no! I woke up, and my body was like, "Bitch, you didn't eat real food," <sighs> and my body rejected it. It was like pop it a pop 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 uh, okay, we have so much more to get through. Yes, okay. So let uh, me, let's, let's so burn speed through, through some let me, facts. Let's speed the pilot from, okay. So then uh, we find out that Rue is taking her last cross-country tour. She's going to end it yes. in Dallas at this uh, mega pageant. 
So she like gets on the bus. She's gonna listen to her Oprah tapes. Right. She's they so also, upset. She also finds out she's been scammed by yes. her. Oh, she's been scammed by, by this nefarious guy, man that she's been dating man. for eight months. We go see this uh, police officer exchange. Uh huh. There's where a gay cop who's hot. Goofy cops. Uh huh. Goofy, goofy cops. Where I auditioned for that part, and congratulations, yes. Misty Monroe, for getting Good it. Good for you. Yes, bitch. Buck it. Get it. I was it. happy that they did go with a black woman because sometimes yeah. you go out for stuff and you're like, oh, they just hired a white dude. Yeah. But uh, they went with a black woman. Yeah, they went with great. a black woman. She was. I think Misty's so funny. Um. So then the cops are really goofy too because they're like, you're going to help us with a sting. Yes. And I had some logistical issues with that of like, cops don't meet you. And then say, you're going to help us with a sting. Correct. But again, we're in Campy. this fun little camp world. We're in the camp um, world. And then... Let's see. Okay. I was so confused. Oh, so... Lady Danger's brought up too. Tia Carrera. Yes, Lady Danger and apparently Damon. So... Damien, yeah. Damien. They're like Team Rocket. Do you know who Team Rocket is? Uh, from Pokemon. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm going to call them Team Rocket here for too because it's easier. loved Pokemon. Yes. You know I have a tattoo of Jigglypuff, right? Ooh, Where? Right I mean, I know here. you love Jiggly. Oh, yeah, Jiggly. I love Jiggly. Oh, I took a picture. Jiggly Puff. Jiggly Puff. I took a picture of a Jiggly Puff in Tokyo. Uh-huh. I forgot to send it to you. Okay, I'm waiting for it. <laughs> um. Yeah, okay, so they talk about this craziness. She's like, yes. I need to go do my tour. I don't know where that AJ kid went, even though the uh-huh. AJ kid stole all my money. Yes, and she doesn't seem to be, like, pressed about it. She really needs uh, to be here's, more like, pressed. Actually, like, my one real big issue with this pilot, when Rue is driving, uh, Rue pulls over to the left side of the road. Are you kidding? Oh, that, fu- that, she's in the road. She's on a highway, I think. Yeah, she's, she's on leaving a highway. New York City. That and was she pulls over to the weird left to side. Of, I was like, are you fucking kidding? What bumped me was when the diabetic blind man goes to buy donuts and then gives them away. Gives them to a cartoon hooker. Yes. <laughs> a, a lady who's, of the night, a sex worker. Whose pickup line for getting tricks is, do you want a, do you want a girlfriend? <laughs> and she's on the street just eating a box of donuts. I was like, have we never, ever seen Tangerine? Thank you. Thank you. Or any, it. any sort of sex worker. We know they're pumping down Santa Monica. Yes. And they, they're they hanging out in the donut shop. They don't need you to buy no. them donuts. Yes. They got their own money for donuts. I yeah. used to work, or not work, I used to live on 146th and Broadway, or 147th and Broadway in New York, and uh, there was a, we called it the Hooker McDonald's, because uh-huh. <laughs> if you went at the witching hour of like four, like 3.45 to about 5.45, all of the girls had finished like their shifts. Yeah. And they would just be in McDonald's. Kicking it. Kicking it. And they were so funny. And I'd always be <laughs> so drunk. And they'd be like, look at this sloppy big bitch. And I'd be like, she here, she here. <laughs> I loved them. I had some, like for... I lived there for like a year and a half. I would always hang out with them. Yeah. And I would order my appetizer, which was dinner, like chicken nuggets. <laughs> and then when they would flip for breakfast, we would all get pancakes. It was a great time. That's fucking I fun. I miss them. I hope they're doing well. I bet they're doing great. I bet they're doing well. And they've, because, uh, you know, uh, sex work can be quite profitable. And I hope that yeah. they've made enough money to either continue in that field. Decriminalize that. Decriminalize it. I'm sure some politician is listening to drag her. Yes. He's going to be like, you know what? We probably should. 
Uh, Took a stand. So then we find out AJ is on the. Oh my god! It's not a bus. What is it? RV. Yeah. And you know, still pretty ornery. She's like, "Hey man, don't step on me." <laughs> she's it's pretty hard to love. Uh huh. And then also, there's the reveal that she's a girl, which yes. no one. Yeah, we got. Yeah, but that, what, I get it. Yeah. It's interesting. It's interesting that we get to see this dynamic between a drag queen and mm-hmm. and, and a young person who's still discovering their gender mm-hmm. identity. I. Really like that. I think yeah. some kid will watch the show and feel okay yeah. about how they want to look, which really makes me happy. But I just got to say, I know we're not talking about the finale yet. That wig that they made for that little girl. Fucked up. Wow. That chop, that chop. Wow. So let me tell you how we get there. Okay. Prepa- I'm going to go, I'm going to say a bunch of stuff okay. and you stop me. Okay. So then they agree for Rue to take... The kid, uh, to Texas, this kid to Texas in like a weird blackmail situation. Yes. So in episode two, they're eating pancakes at a place. Great. She says, my name is actually Amber Jasmine. My name, my mom named me after a stripper and a racist Disney cartoon. That made me feel weird. Okay. Uh, kid, the do kid, we really think Jasmine, do we think Aladdin is racist? See, that's, that was me. I was like, oh, I don't see. I love Aladdin. And, and like, I, I, like Aladdin I don't think too. it's racist. In fact, but. I was I, open to that argument, but it almost made me feel weird. As a, yeah, because I was like, "What is racist?" Okay, so Jasmine has like a pet an, tiger, but I'm like, she's a cartoon. As an Arabic person, I was like, "Oh, I don't." I, it made me feel weird to be for Jasmine to be called racist. But I guess I they're making fun of Disney. They're not making fun of Jasmine. Yeah, but I I can't figure out how it's racist. Like, I guess you could argue that it shows a very ancient portrayal of. A person, sure, from that time, but I also feel that's like that's a time. It's a period piece. It's a period piece. Okay, listen, this is the hill I'll die on. Aladdin is not racist. Thank you. I will die on that hill too. <laughs> Aladdin. In fact, there's other even, things wrong with Aladdin. There are other things wrong with Aladdin. Like Aladdin lies to Jasmine to get her to fuck him. Right? Or they never tell Jasmine at the end when they're like, Jasmine. Uh, oh, the only way I can win is by giving you my giving you the last wish. Jasmine could have just rubbed the lamp and gotten three more free wishes. Correct, but we can't tell a woman that thank, she could win something. Thank you. And then, I mean, Jafar, yeah, it was fucked up that Jafar took Jasmine, but let's get real, Jafar wasn't going to do nothing to Jasmine. He wasn't going to do nothing Jafar to Jasmine, no. Fuck. He's fucking opening his asshole with he that snake staff. He's fucking He's putting so it in gay. snake Look at those first. robes. Look at that turban. You don't think Iago's been inside his colon, you mama? You don't think Iago's like, I'm in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So then, so, okay, that was weird. So, but this is really happens. Uh, Rue is like, or Ruby is like, I'm going to, I'm going to, that's it. I take you to child services. And AJ's like, I, if you take me to child services, I'll say you're a pedophile. Oh my God. So you have, you, I'm blackmailing you and I'm going to say you're a pedophile unless you leave me with you. Okay. And Ruby's like, okay, shit. Oh my God. Let's see. The blind man has white shit all over his face. What? <laughs> kid loses their phone and tries to, the kid leaves their phone at the pancake place, okay. tries to crash the RV. They have to go back to the pancake place. Okay. However, when they go back to the pancake place, Team Rocket's there. Okay. And they're like, oh no, Team Rocket's here. I'm so scared. Um, Let's see. Oh, uh, there is, uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, uh, we go to a bar where Katya, Katya and Jinx are at. Okay. There's a bachelorette party. One of the, the bride throws up on Katya's feet. Oh, no. 
Let's see. Uh, oh, they find we find out that Team Rocket has been targeting other old drag yes. queens. Yes. Let's see. RuPaul does because a number. They're old and lonely and vulnerable. Yes. Read the sides. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's. And I think I remember the actual line. Yeah. <laughs> There's also, it's so, and in this, maybe in this episode, there's like a really over the top line where like Rue's on the phone with them and they're like, mm-hmm. yes, they target people who are really old and mm-hmm. lonely and ugly. Like uh-huh. it's like, <laughs> yeah. and like, like the cop, don't, don't say that to her. <laughs> yeah. Like as the cop, don't say that to her. Yeah, like a real cop surely would not say that, but no. truly let's, but that's what I mean. Let's camp it the fuck up. Let's have these be bad bumbling cop. Everybody got a yes. bumble. Yeah, so then, uh, let's see, there's there's a real sad sex worker montage towards the end of this episode. Oh, dang. Yeah. What do you mean, a sad sex worker montage? It's sort of a montage, or I think that's played over, like, Rue performing another song. Oof. I think it's over, like, um, Rue's... Uh, and these are the sex workers in New York? Yes. Why are we and, back with them? Are they important to the storyline? Well, what we learn is that AJ's mom is a sex worker. Ah, uh, okay. AJ's mom, who and you see at the end. And she's a heroin addict? Yeah, uh, yeah, she's had a history with drugs, and she's a sex worker, which is why, uh, which is why we see these. Women. Why we see these, and I think we see her, AJ's mom get arrested, and like her phone mm-hmm. falls out of her hand, and she's like, "No, I need to contact my kid." Also, I wonder if they had any sex workers in the room. I'm not saying you have to have like everything, uh huh. But like, if you're gonna represent a underrepresented group, yes, like get one, get a consultant. Yeah. Get like get one get one in the room to tell you a couple stories. Yeah. So then the at the pancake house, they go back to get AJ's phone. AJ stabs the tires of Team Rocket. Okay. Um, good on good on AJ. Good on AJ. Um, and then they try to leave. Okay, now mm-hmm. episode three. Oh, at the end of episode two, they rear their their RV is leaving and they like smash into another car. Oh my god. Did they exchange insurance? No, AJ is able to use her scheming skills to get $400 from the car and convince them that it was their fault. Insane. So, but then Team Rocket sees them and they're like, oh no, we have to run. Team Rocket saw us. And then the cop, a cop pulls over Rue and they're mm-hmm. like, why do you have a little white child? Ah, fair. And then um, they make up some hilarious story antics and hilarity ensues. Mm-hmm. But also, how fucked up? Like, <laughs> A black person can have a white child, or a white person can have a black child. I totally. It's so funny in this society that we're just like, what? Yeah. What do you mean? Right. Especially if the kid's not acting weird, like, you can chill out. The cop sees his, like, rainbow stuff, mm-hmm. and he's like, how did you get this kid? There. And then Rue makes some hilarious stories up about spinning sperm, mm. and and it just so happened that my partner's sperm won out. Mm. When I was babysitting, I used to nanny this little white boy. I love to take him to Whole Foods. And people would, like, stare at us. But, like, also they were like, oh, she's probably the nanny. Like, it was New York. Sure. So, like, nobody was like, she's stealing him. Sure. But I love to make a pretend <laughs> phone call and be like, honey, I'm in Whole Foods right now. And I don't know why we got a white baby. Nobody thinks I'm his mom. <laughs> and then people would, like, their looks, would they would just go, oh, yeah, I did not think she was. Like, people get so <laughs> It was my favorite thing to do. That's also funny because it came out of your body. Yeah. <laughs> if you're the mom. Well, no, I could have adopted him. Uh-huh. Okay, now That's why I, I hear said, it. Why did, why did we adopt a white baby? I didn't hear adopt. Oh. I heard, like, why did we make a white why baby? Why did we make a white? Then everyone would be like, she's sick. <laughs> 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 she doesn't understand how babies work. 
Oh God. Okay, wait. So much more fucking okay. craziness. So happens. sorry. So sorry. No, don't be sorry. But there's so much ridiculousness. Okay, there's uh, they're they're in Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh, do they go to Hershey Park? I think so. I think they they go Isn't to. Isn't it wild that there's an amusement park based on candy? Yes, it's so crazy. Yeah. Like. I, I've never been. Have you? Oh, absolutely. Because you're from Jersey. And let me tell you, it is a wild ride to watch your favorite candy walk past you. Because <laughs> they have little candy and mascots? Yes, they have giant Hershey Kisses, Whoa. giant chocolate bars. Reese, Reese's? Is Reese's Hershey's? No. Uh, no. No. I truly only remember the giant Kiss and the Hershey bar. Yeah, the Kiss seems like the favorite. Yes. That big fat ass. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Ooh. There's a weird scene... Okay, okay, okay. Wait, I think they have. Oh, they have mechanic issues, and they meet a mechanical couple. Uh huh. A mechanic couple, and and one of them is a former model. Okay. And she talks way too much about how her breasts used to pay the mortgage. Oh. And how her husband misses her breasts. Oh boy. And then there's this weird, sad moment where she's like, "Yeah, I had to get them removed because of breast cancer." Oh God. And then. Really weird stuff happens where Rue is like, take my breastplate. Oh. Please take my, or maybe AJ is like, take my breastplate so you can have breasts again. And then she's like, no, I don't need them, but my husband sure would love them. And then the husband is like squeezing breastplates and he's like, thanks, RuPaul. It was very strange in tone, I'll say. Uneven. Yeah. Uneven. The repair cost 2K, so RuPaul has to go perform to make that money. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, let's see. Ru, oh, Ru, oh, Ru to make the money has to compete in a wet t-shirt contest. But she gave away her breastplate. Sorry, this was before that. Oh, okay. Um, she competes in the wet, wet t-shirt contest. This and is right like, out of season, uh, what season? Four. Season four of Drag Race, okay. And she's like, no one's gonna know I'm a drag queen. So she competes in the contest, and of course, during the contest, her breastplate flies off. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> At this point, she also has a flashback to the sexy con man lying. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sexy con man also has some scenes where his sexuality is being questioned by Tia Carrera. Oh. Because she's like, um, I don't know. You seem to like it a lot. And then the sexy con man is like, no, if he did stuff to me, it doesn't make me gay. Which makes me think the sexy okay. con man was a bottom. <laughs> and I hate to be stereotypical, but. Bottoming's the gayest, right? <laughs> That's not fair, is it? Uh, I mean, it's a hot take. Okay, episode four. Okay, episode four. And ask flying. questions. Okay. Daydream about AJ's mom. Let's see what happens. Uh-huh. There's a weird scene where AJ hates the stink of Rue's butt pads. Wait, what? She's How like, does she get close enough to these butt pads? Because they're in the RV. Oh, okay, so they're just, like, there and stinking? And AJ's getting a little more playful, I think. So she's, like, like a kid. She's like, oh, oh, the butt pads are killing me. <laughs> and it's, like, mm, weird. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, yes. strange. Okay, let's see. There's a sign of, okay, the blind friend has now started a flirtation with the cop. Yes. Okay. Okay, how does that happen? So like, do they run into each other, or does blind very friend- strangely like like they he comes over to opt to, to um so he gets Lady Danger to come to the apartment. Okay. Oh, this is the sting. Yes, and they put that gentleman, the gay cop in drag, Matt Wilkis, oh. I believe is okay. his name. He's the actor. Um, and they get some information, and then over the course of getting information, 
the flirtation continues. Ah, okay. And the blind man gets touchier and touchier, and they uh-huh. like they start getting funky with each okay, other. Okay, all right. Okay, so wait. Okay, they're in Louisville. Okay. And at the Louisville Club, there's Mariah Balenciaga, J. Uh, Jolie, and Kennedy Davenport. Yes! They're all amazing. Kennedy I love them. steals the show. Kennedy is so funny. She's an underrated queen. She's highly underrated. She's great. Everyone's great, but she re- like every line she delivered was perfect. Anytime someone is like, Kennedy Davenport, meh, I'm like, you gotta watch All Stars 3. Uh-huh. And you gotta watch that Bachelor episode. Oh, my, the Bachelor. The, oh, the Bachelor with those fucking teeth. With, oh. My God, she, she's funny. She's with really Comrade funny. With Comrade of the cast. Very funny. Oh my God, it's so hot. I like to, I love to hear it. You love to see it. You love to see it. There's a sign, there's a scene of the blind gentleman stoning an outfit, which, you know, I don't know. I think. A little uneven. If you, I could be wrong. I don't know. Blind people weigh in. Uh, Uh I think if you had skills like that before, I think it's easy for you to be able to do that again. Yeah. I think. I don't think you lose your skills. No. And I think especially if you're like if you have a you're tactile maybe. Yeah. Or if course. someone lets you know colors of the stones. I don't know. I do think it's possible. Yes. Okay, so then Jade Jolie is forced to deliver the line, no, I only like Asians. Oh boy. Uh let's see, gay cops hooking up with Oh, talks about hooking up with the evil man. Uh-huh. There's also a lot of times Wait, where the, the cops... gay cop hooked up with the evil man? They they talk about like that you like seducing him or something. Okay. There's also some weird stuff where they're like, "Can't you run their plates and simply catch them?" <laughs> and they're like, "We can't do that. There's we can't do it." And it's like, "I think you can." Oh, it's literally brought up, and they're like, "No, sorry." Yeah, they're like, "No, we're not allowed to do that." I'm like, "I think you." Yeah, can. you can. Every time I'm pulled over, they run my plates, and they right? go, "Ma'am, this car is not registered anywhere." Ma'am, you go, haven't had a driver's license for four years. <laughs> Honestly, Mono, there was a. Okay, so like, I, real quick, real detour. Please. I love to just drive illegally for as long as I can. Yes. I spent four years with plates. 30-day tags. 30-day tags from New Jersey in LA. (laughs) And then I left that until my car was impounded from the airport. And I was like, okay, I guess I have to do this. Then I got my plates and then immediately got rid of that car. And then this one, I let my license expire. We drove around without a license for like like a month or two. Uh-huh. They don't let you run a car when your license is expired. Did you know that? It was a bad scene I, for me in Dallas. Uh, um, and, then, <laughs> and then I kept getting pulled over because I... I guess my registration was expired. I don't know. Oh, because I also didn't have, I had dealer plates on my car. Yes, and then I remember that. this year they changed the law here, so you have to have like a temporary plate. So then I kept getting pulled over and they're like, did you just get this car? I was like, no, I got it four years ago. And they were like, oh why do you still God. have dealer plates on? And I was like, because I like to be anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole. Then I got this huge ticket and then I had to fix it. So now I am fully legal. Yay! Got my plates, got my license. You just don't, you just don't like the man. No, I don't like the man telling me what to do. You okay. don't, you're very Valentina. You're living in your own fantasy. Yes, getting my uh, car registered and updated is not part of my fantasy. <laughs> not. Getting a ticket is not. It's not part of my fantasy. A part of my fan, your French vanilla fantasy. My French vanilla fantasy. What else happens? It's madness. RuPaul thinks they've they've lost her makeup, so she throws oh, no. Kennedy's makeup caboodle out the window. What? 
And immediately the man who owns the club, who was a former nurse who says he left nursing because cancer made him sad. Oh, well, I mean, okay. Brings her the makeup caboodle. So it gets thrown out the window, then right back up? Kennedy, she throws Kennedy's caboodle out because they think, Rue thinks yes, and then stolen this former makeup. nurse brings the caboodle back up. No, the former nurse is like, oh, Ruby, Rue. Oh, here's uh, your here's, here's your caboodle. I kept it oh, safe over there. Oh. So now Rue's getting in more trouble uh-huh. with the queens who already don't like her. Rue gets wooed via phone by the hot criminal because okay. she thinks maybe, maybe he still cares mm. about her. Um, and everyone's like, stop caring about her. Mm-hmm. Rue lip syncs to Chandelier. Oh, what a it's treat. Good. And she gets lifted up like via this, you know, one of those, what are those called? When you get pulled up by like a suspension system thing? Uh, like a cable. Cable. Oh. And then, of course, because the queens are mad at her, they're like fucking with the cable. Oh, no. So Rue flails around oh, the club. Oh, my God. This is dangerous. It's very dangerous. Do we use a stunt double? And is it clear that it's a stunt double? I don't know. She definitely slams on the ground at some point. Definitely a stunt double. But like, can you see it? No, you can't tell. Unclockable. I couldn't. I didn't clock. Okay. I didn't clock the stunt. All right. And I, when I, trust me, when I smell a stunt, mm-hmm. I say mm-hmm. something. It was good. But then Rue gets back up, even though she fell down. And it's very like in line with her narrative mm-hmm. of like, I'll get back up get and back do it no horse. matter what. And the audience loves it. Even though they're like, oh my God, she just fell down on the floor. Uh, Rue wants to hear the kid's mom's name. Uh, they fight. Rue and AJ are fighting. Mm-hmm. Um, we fight. There's this story about Rue getting, Rue getting like, you know, like, like there's just the story of her being bankrupted is yes. like now on the internet. Oh. And other queens are judging her for it. Oh. Because Rue is now feeling ashamed that she will not be able to open queens and queens. Oh. And then, if I'm not wrong, AJ leaked the story to the press. What? Like, AJ is partially responsible for telling the press this. It's so wild that AJ is found living in the apartment they had to vacate doing hot dog tricks for money. And can leak stories to the press now? It's wild. And you're like, no, wouldn't you would just, this child would not be a part of your life. What a treat. I fucking love this little mischievous criminal. You little criminal. She also has already cut her hair at this point. Why? What was the, what was the moment, why did, what was the moment that she cut her hair? I think it was when Rue was like, let me like pretty you up. Ah. Because she also finds that she has a Jasmine doll mm-hmm. hiding in a sock. Yes, yes. And then Rue is like, oh, I can make you look like her. And she's like, I don't want to look like mm-hmm. her. And then she's like, I'm going to really fuck my shit up now. Honestly, this is a nice message to anybody who's ever felt like looking at their friend and going, I can help you with your makeup. Yeah. They don't need your help unless they ask. Let them ask. Let them ask. And there's a way you can ask without being How like, would let you me ask? just do it. Um, I would be like, do you ever wear makeup? Is that like, are you into makeup at all? Yeah. And if they're like, oh, no, I don't really wear it. I'm like, great. Then we never have Done. to talk about it again. Yeah. You know? Convo exit. Yeah. Or if you have a friend who like just doesn't wear makeup, you're like, oh, okay. My friend just doesn't wear makeup. Like, I don't, yeah. why, why broach the topic? Yeah. And not everyone has to wear makeup and not everyone no. has to be femme. No, they don't. Yeah. I think that's smart. Because if, if, if someone's interested, they'll be like, mm-hmm. I want, you know what? I've been thinking mm-hmm. about it. Then the door is open. Then the door is wide open. The Otherwise, door is... you might be insulting that person and what they want to present to the world. Right, right. But let the door gape open. Yes, like a gaping asshole, <laughs> let that door gape open. Like a 
like Jafar's ass. With Iago pecking it out. Ooh, waiting for the Sultan to end her with his chode. You know that. I would fuck the Sultan. I, okay. He's a little tiny, and I feel like... Think about how good that belly would feel well, against your ass cheeks. I like to fuck... Yeah, I like doggy style, and I <laughs> I think he'd have to step on a stool or something to get to my butt. Or, like, not my butt, to my butt. What is it? My pussy hole. Yeah. Well, I can't yeah, believe I just forgot my anatomy. <laughs> it would be hard. Your ass and his stomach would be yeah, competing for real estate. it would be very hard. Yeah. Hmm. You'd have to have a big dick to get through what I got. Yeah. Which is a fat ass. But I like that your ass is basically a litmus test. It really is. Of like, can you handle it? Can you handle it, baby boy? No, wait. <laughs> Make me lose my breath. Wait, what am I singing? I think you're thinking, you're definitely thinking of Destiny Child, but I thought you were thinking of Bootylicious. Michelle, can you handle it? Yes, it? that is what I was thinking of. Yeah. And I combined two songs. Am I even a fan? Yes, I am. Tried to get Ivy Park. Couldn't get it. Also, only goes up to an XL. It's athleisure Ooh. wear. Let the fatties be comfy. They only have XL? Yes, and then the other Ivy Park that was at Topshop also only went to an XL. And I'm like, mm-hmm. BB, I love you. Queen. The fats love you. Can you, like, please make us? I think if you're releasing a clothing line in 2020 yeah. and it doesn't go to at least a 3X. Let's be real. You are being so antiquated and, like... Not that it's like hateful, but it's like you can't even think past an extra large. Uh, uh, That's insane. Crazy. And all all athletic wear should be made up to like a 6X. Also, you want to shit on us? Make us something to wear to work out. It's also crazy. And like this is going to sound whatever. I just I'm just shocked. Also, as a shapely, beautiful woman. Yes. That she but also, it's, it's not her I mean, deciding. She's very it was just fit. her business people just being like, nah, she I probably had a say in it. She, yeah, she's thick and beautiful. Why not give us some love? Yeah, baby. Okay, we have to get through this. Okay. She runs into a sad Chad Michael. Chad Michaels is sad oh. because she was also scammed by Team Rocket. Oh, no. Whatever. That's insinuating that Chad is old and ugly and alone. I think so, unfortunately. That's mean. I love Chad Michaels. Chad, if you're listening, I love you. She does a great job. She plays a Southern queen. Rue helps her pick her up by her bootstraps. They sing Waterloo together mm-hmm. by ABBA. Team Rocket gets pulled over by a cop, and they they bribe the cop oh. to let them go. Great. Um, le- fifth episode. Okay, this one is not my favorite episode. This is when, for no reason, they go to the Bob Mackie Museum, oh. which is clearly on the Universal lot. <laughs> There's a lot of just detours where you're like, why are they stopping here? Uh-huh. Um, also, Bob Mackie has a museum? No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it was a little made up. It's like this man with a house turns his home into a museum of oh, Bob Mackie outfits. Okay, like one of those like weird stops in like Austin. Exactly. Okay. So Rue loves it. Rue tries to teach AJ about these LGBT icons. Mm-hmm. They joke about how mo- her his I can't remember the name, but the the mom's name or street name was LGBT. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what it was, but it was like it's like Lady Gigantum. Booby Town. Sure. Something crazy. Uh, the LGBT, kid, Lady Gigantic Booby Town. <laughs> there's some sad flashbacks of, there's a really sad flashback where the actor, the AJ, the actor does really well of like her finding out she was evicted uh-huh. and like going to find all of her stuff on the street. Oh. And then like going to pick up her stuff and finding like drug needles and stuff. Oh no. Dark sided. 
Um, the kid wants to buy a dog at this little store. Can't buy a dog. Um, so then she tries to run a scam by becoming a Girl Scout. In this world, it's called Little Lilac Ladies. And they sell taffy. <laughs> Ew. Um, they're just I'm hanging- sorry. What a disgusting thing. <laughs> little Lilac if someone knocked on my door and said, hi, we're the little lilac ladies. Would you like some taffy? I would literally punt them off my porch. Yeah, you would have to get rid of them. Uh, yeah, it was it was like a funny attempt at at girl at a Girl Scouts parody. Really so upset. If a little lilac lady showed up at my door, uh-huh. I'd fucking sprinkle her ass with holy water and light her on fire. Yeah, if a little lilac lady showed up at my door, I would literally shoot her in the head. <laughs> Keep that one in. <laughs> <laughs> Keep that. Okay, wait. Okay, wait. AJ gets in trouble by for yelling at a lady because they found out she was running a scam. Uh huh. Tia Carrera calls the Team Rocket Man a hooker. Tia's okay. very funny in this. Tia Carrera, she really made me laugh. Yeah, she's really funny in this. Rue has a weird dinner with the owner of the Bob Mackie Museum. Mm-hmm. She, he has a Diana Ross dress. So eventually, Rue gets to put on the Diana Ross dress and do a little number. Oh, what a treat. Real treat. Uh, the man who owns the museum starts hitting on Rue, and Rue's oh. like, uh-uh. No way, no how. See ya. Montage of the sad kid wanting a dog in the window. Mm-hmm. Rue does a lip sync. The evil guy goes to a gay bar okay. to try to con someone else. Okay. But he decides not to. Because he's like, I can't trick one of my own. Yes. Okay. Yes. He's going through some identity issues because he's okay. like, I'm not gay, but maybe he is. Um, That's pretty much the long and short of it. Rue finds AJ staring at the family in the window. Aww. And AJ's like, oh my God, that's what a real family is. And Rue parallels AJ to Dolly Parton and all other greats who like had tough childhoods mm-hmm. and said like, you can become something great too. Um, that is the end of episode five. Honestly, I might watch it. Watch it? I, I, I liked it. After I saw I've the seen. whole thing, I was like, now I loved. Now I loved it. Like, uh-huh. but it's pretty uneven. Sure, it's like a four. It's like a three course meal where like the appetizer is like burnt funyuns, mm-hmm. the entree is fillet, mm-hmm. and then the dessert is like tomato ice cream. And you're like, what? What? So it's a little uneven. But mm-hmm. I, having finished it, I cried a bunch and I liked it. Oh boy, yeah. I think I'm gonna. Okay, I have to finish you. Uh, but after I finish you, I think I'm going to do AJ and the Queen. Yeah. Because I, yeah, I like, I what I saw, I liked. Yeah. I and think it, I think they did, it's kind of epic storytelling too. Yeah. Like a big road trippy thing. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, how exciting. It's exciting. Well, we'll talk about the rest of the series. Yes. Next week. <laughs> That was a headgum podcast.